Welcome. Thank you so much for pressing play and hanging out with me for a little bit today. So we're going to be talking about, for the most part, misconceptions, non-generation Xers, non-baby boomers have about us. Now, I was born in 65. I, I just missed technically, you know, that baby boomer era by one year, which apparently stopped in 64 all these years. I thought I was a baby boomer, but but I guess I'm not. I'm, I'm actually Generation X. I'm not sure. I feel like we've sort of like dropped into this in-between era that that really I'm not sure what what um, you don't hear a lot about Generation X. You don't have the Generation X disses like you do if you're a baby boomer. I know my my son-in-law, my son, they they really like to jab me with the, the baby boomer, you know, zingers like, oh, you baby boomers. Uh, and there's a lot of them out there. So now I get to tell them I'm not a baby boomer. OK, I'm a Generation X. I mean, that that sounds very cool. Um, you know, I mean, X equals, you know, you can put, pretty much put anything there. And I, I, I'm not sure what it's supposed to represent, to be honest, because all this time I thought I was a baby boomer. But um, I think it sounds cool. You know, you got the X-Men. I'm going to say that we are superhuman and super amazing if you're also a Generation Xer. I mean, personally, it is sort of a, an individual thing, right? Because you might be one of these people that I feel they are thinking you are. However, myself, I don't necessarily agree with some of these misconceptions, one of which being thinking that all baby boomers or Generation Xers, 50 plusers, are against technology, you know, and, and just like get your head out of that phone. I mean, for the most part, I do, I do have to say, I, I agree with that. But, but I've turned into one of those, actually, that has their head in the phone quite a bit. And I think largely because I do have a YouTube channel. So I do get on my phone a lot. I'm constantly answering comments um, and checking how, you know, kind of monitoring all of that over there. And because of that, I do have an Instagram and I am a little bit on social media. But I do think that is a bit of a misconception for most of us is that we are against technology. And that couldn't be farther from the truth for me. I think because when things, you know, I grew up, I was a teenager, early 20s in the 80s when this technology age was just starting and computers were just beginning in their infancy and video games were just starting to happen. It was really sort of an exciting time. And yet it was like, this is good, but it's not quite there yet. And I felt that it wasn't like I was like, wow, this is this is so cool. I remember computers thinking, really? Like, I get where this could be cool, but I feel like it's not even remotely there yet. I wasn't as interested because it's like, I'm going to wait. You guys need to do more. We just started the VHS thing. I mean, the movies that you could take home into your home, plug into a machine and, you know, just sit back in your own living room and watch. I mean, this was just, this just started. I'm talking, we were the first to play Zelda. We were the first to do Mario. We were the first to have, you know, all of that. And unlike computer computers, video games were like, oh my God, this is the best thing. I remember playing Mario for the very first time, the very first Nintendo console ever released. My friend had one 
And she said, Jill, you have to come over. This is so fun. And we played Mario and it was so fun. I mean, I remember her mom later, many, many years later said that she will never forget how much fun we had and the laughter that came from that room. She said it was so great. And uh, yeah, just, you know, the graphics were raw and it was the best. And to this day, I feel like those raw graphic sort of beginnings of Nintendo were the best ever. I, I mean, yes, they've come quite far, but to me, that, that was the best. You had your A button, your B button, and that's all. That's all you had. And if you were really good, you would do the thumb roll and you'd go A, B, jump, A, B, jump, and you'd roll your thumb over and you'd, you'd, you'd just be the best. And yeah, I remember the simplicity of the directional. That's all you had, really, and it was great. And now I can't even play video games because there are so many freaking options on your control unit, you know, and it's just ridiculous. It's like, okay, you know, I mean, even when I was quite a bit younger and, and that started changing up, I'm like, I can multitask up to a point for Pete's sake. Anyway, I don't know how the kids do it nowadays. Uh, there you go. There you go. But... I do believe, and none of my kids plan on doing this, but I do think that those parents that are trying to keep their kids completely away from technology, they will not have cell phones in this day and age. They will not have cell phones. Take the TVs out of the houses. Do not even have a TV in your home. Uh, and they will not, you know, have computers uh, at all. And maybe you're going to homeschool your kids because honestly, if you're sending your kids to school, they're going to be exposed to all of that and they're going to have to be, otherwise they're going to struggle. It's a, it's a very big disservice. Actually, that is, that is how my brain is completely against that thought of being against technology. And no, I, I definitely think that it is a very big part of our world nowadays and many of the jobs that they will be needing to fill as they get older are going to be within the realm of technology in some way or fashion to, to grow up without that, you're going to really be struggling. You know, you're going into any sort of private or public education system. I think if you don't have a background in anything growing up, you're going to be struggling. So I think showing and teaching your children balance is going to be key, I think, in raising these children that are inundated with technology everywhere. It'll be interesting for me to watch my children sort of navigate that when it's time for them to start having their own children. And I know they're going to rock at it. I know they're going to be amazing. And hats off to that generation trying to raise these children and still, you know, trying to keep that innocence for as long as possible and, and yet still expose them to what is important. You, you do get to kind of see all of it, don't you? And it's pretty immediate and it's right there. It's like snap your finger and bam, you, you have what it is you're looking for. And that's through the platforms of YouTube, TikTok, you know, what, whatever, Twitter, you're, you're immersing yourself immediately, full on, bam. And we never had that. We never had that in the capacity of any way in any way, shape, or form, whether you're into current events and the news and all of that, you know, we, we get it and we get it very quickly and we can get very many, a lot of different perspectives all at once shoved in our face, whether we like it or not, really. I mean, if you are just remotely on social media, you're going to get it coming at you. 
All right, so that brings me to to something else, really. And when it when it comes to social media and all the information you get coming at you, so let's just kind of really sit back a minute and think about if you had to raise your children in this day and age, and you knew this is the deal. I really think one of the most important things you can teach your children because of how quickly information is at their fingertips. They have to become excellent critical thinkers. So critical thinking is so important nowadays. You have to be able to decipher information and you have to be able to do that very quickly. I think about politics. I think about this last election and all this information that was coming at us. You know, if you do not have good critical thinking skills, good Lord, all this information coming at you, you're going to have to figure out what's real and what isn't. There, there was and is an astounding number. I was going to say millions, but it's multi-millions of people out there that clearly do not understand critical thinking. I think critical thinking is important regardless, but especially in this day and age and the future generation, they really need to learn to be excellent critical thinkers. They need to master critical thinking so they can decipher what's real, what isn't. So they can uh, go through all of that process in their head to be able to filter that all out and, uh, and do it pretty quickly. Otherwise, uh, they're just going to be victims of other people and all of this information that's thrown out and regurgitated. It's, it's, uh, it's going to be critical to be good, critical thinkers. I think thanks to my father, he, he taught us how to be critical thinkers. And that comes from really taking in many, many different pieces. You know, if you're, if you're, whether you're researching a topic, let's just take that. Let's just take, you know, you're researching something. So you're going to, you can't just read one article or one book and call it good, even if it's very, very good. And they seem to use all these different outside sources to come to their, you know, sort of line of thinking. You can't just do that. Look at many resources and make sure that those sources are reputable. And that comes through researching them and using your good critical thinking skills and looking at what they, what sort of sources they use and so on. And my dad really taught us that. Learning is changing as we get older, isn't it? This new generation, it's very short, very short clips, very short, brief bits of information. You know, my dad used to read not just little tiny little clippets of things that he was interested in. He he would read entire books and then he would go into their resource page in the bibliography and look at which sources they use and read those books. Nowadays, what I see is very short attention spans, very short, very, very short attention spans. So we have kids out there that may be very, very intelligent, but for the most part, what I'm seeing is they will get little bits of information, just bite-sized bits and a lot of different bite-sized bits. And that is how they learn. And that is how they do their sort of research. It's very fast, very quick. But I really think that with that, you're never really learning that specific 
topic or whatever it is that they're looking into fully. I think it's a very short little little bits of information. They don't research properly. It's the attention span's not there. It's like, I have a YouTube channel and my videos are not short, but that's not my demographic. My demographic are people my age who happen to have a larger attention span. If, If I could just say one thing to new parents, which aren't watching this, critical thinking, teach your kids critical thinking. It's going to be essential. And, uh, and that is my bit of wisdom. And, and there you go. I like to end most of my podcasts with that bit of wisdom that you can only get from a baby boomer or a generation Xer. And, and there it is. So, all right. Thank you so much for tuning in. Bye-bye.